online, on digital and on FM. This is Cambridge 105 Radio. From the Cambridge News Desk at nine. It's been a busy night of results so far in the local council elections. Matt Webb wraps up what's been happening in Cambridge. Here, Labour keep control of Cambridge City Council. They kept eight seats, gaining Trumpington with less than 30 votes from the Lib Dems and scooped the by-election seat in East Chesterton. Labour City Council leader Lewis Herbert held his seat in Coleridge. I'm in a ward, Coleridge, one of six, which the Lib Dems didn't compete in at all, or the Conservatives or the Greens. So there's been six wards where Labour's been the only people competing. So clearly people want to know what what are the issues in terms of the city, um, how do they think the city's being run. But the Lib Dems did gain some seats, Castle, which was independent, and also Market, snatching it from Labour. Newly elected Lib Dem councillor for the ward, Anthony Martinelli, has been speaking to Cambridge 105 Radio. I mean, honestly, it's, it's genuinely an honour that so many residents have put their faith in me to represent them on the council for, for the next few years. I've, you know, we've been working really hard in the ward and speaking to as many residents as possible and finding out about all the issues that affect them on, from the sort of hyper-local to the sort of citywide and national, and I'm really looking forward to getting, to, getting stuck into them. They also held seats in Newnham, Queen Edith's and West Chesterton. It wasn't a good night for the Greens, failing to win any seats. Mark Slade, coordinator from the Greens in Cambridge and candidate for the Newnham Ward, says they can still have an influence. Despite everything, uh, you know, the results aren't always the best for the Greens in Cambridge. We know there's a lot of tactical voting because we're affected, obviously, by the first-past-the-post system, that we can still have an influence by doing what we do. The overall turnout across the city was 37.8%. Elsewhere, it's a mixed picture nationally for Labour and the Conservatives, with both losing key councils. Labour lost control of Derby, but replaced the Tories in power in Plymouth and became the biggest party in Trafford. But all their big London targets, like Wandsworth, Westminster and Barnet, all stayed blue. The Conservatives lost Richmond to the Lib Dems, but benefited in pro-Brexit areas such as Basildon and Peterborough, as UKIP were all but wiped out. So far, they've held on to just two council seats and lost more than 80. In other news this morning, Twitter has told its 330 million users to change their passwords after a computer bug was identified. It meant some passwords were stored in plain text on its internal computer systems. The company insists the problem's been fixed and says there's no indication that passwords were stolen or misused. Bill Cosby and Roman Polanski have been thrown out of the Academy, which organises the Oscars. Cosby's been convicted of sexual assault, while director Polanski fled the US in 1978 after admitting sex with a minor. Up to 10,000 people have been asked to leave their homes on Hawaii's big island after a volcano erupted. Kalauea sent red lava into residential areas. That's the latest. I'm Linda Ness. Weather on Cambridge 105 Radio with Fenland Spirit Services. It will be a dry day with light winds and lengthy sunny periods, especially for the east with some high cloud, perhaps affecting the west at times. Temperatures should approach 20 degrees Celsius in places later. Tonight staying dry but becoming chilly by dawn in places, more likely in some sheltered parts uh, of the east, given clear skies and light winds and a minimum of 6 degrees Celsius. Weather on Cambridge. 
Cambridge 105 Radio with Fenland Spirit Services. Reliable, refurbished and reasonably priced mowers and garden equipment. Find them on Facebook or visit fenlandspiritservices.com. Labour keep control of Cambridge City Council. They kept eight seats, gained Trumpington with less than 30 votes from the Lib Dems and scooped the by-election seat in East Chesterton. Election Studio on Cambridge 105 Radio. Thanks to Neil and to Linda for breakfast. I'm Julian Clover. Welcome to Election Studio. Over the next hour, we'll round up last night's election results. Around England, they show a mixed picture for both Labour and the Conservatives. UKIP has been all but wiped out. Only 100 out of 150 councils have declared their results, with the rest being announced later today. That includes South Cambridgeshire, where the count begins at 10am. for the next hour or so is the political blogger Phil Rogers uh, fresh uh, from, or fresh-ish anyway, uh, from the Guildhall overnight. Well, what time did you uh, you leave, Phil? Oh, goodness me, it was uh, fairly advanced time thanks to a recount that we had in, in one particularly close ward, so I've had three hours sleep and I'm full of coffee. Uh, excellent. Um, so we'll hear more from Phil uh, during the course of the hour. If you've had any views on uh, what's happened overnight, uh, you can text in on 07919 or you can email studio at cambridge105.co.uk. And Labour City Council still pretty much red following the City Council elections overnight. The political blogger Phil Rogers is uh, with me. And I guess we're not overly surprised at that, are we? Yes, that's right. I think it's a big win for the status quo, to be honest. Uh, Labour were always going to hold on, uh, barring some extraordinary meltdown, and we certainly didn't see that last night. So uh, eight seats uh, kept by Labour, because it was only a third, wasn't it, of, of the City Council, which was up for election uh, yesterday? That's right, yes. Normally we have a third of uh, the Council up for election each year, and then it's the counties in the fourth mm. year. So, so why, is, why is South Cam's slightly different? Because they're, they're going for the whole lot, I think, aren't they? Yes, they used to have the same arrangement, but they're actually switching to have uh, to elect everybody at four-year intervals. So uh, I hope they remember how to do elections uh, in, in the intervening period. But um, they're, so they they're still counting uh, later on today. So we'll have results from them coming in as as the day progresses. But. Uh, um, we don't know what's going to happen there at all. And we, we, we shall find out probably, I suspect, sometime after after 12 midday. So we'll, uh, we'll keep you up to date that when we get the numbers ourselves. Uh, meanwhile, though, let's take a look at Cambridge City Council. And uh, Trumpington uh, is uh, possibly the closest, I think, of all the results. Yes, it was just four votes in it in Trumpington, so that really does illustrate how how much voting in local elections can make a difference, because it was just that very small majority that uh, Katie Thornborough managed to snatch the seat from the Lib Dems by. Why was it so close there? Well, traditionally, Trumpington has been a bit more of a conservative place in that anywhere in Cambridge is conservative now, but we've seen a lot of house building going on in recent years and there's been quite a bit of well, demographic believe change. that most of those houses are empty and they've been just been bought for investment, but that, that's obviously not the case. Well, Labour seem to find a fair number of voters in them, so uh, they must be filling up a bit. Yeah, I, 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 I guess so. Do, do we know much about Katie? 
Um, she's an architect and uh, she stood, I believe, last year as well, and she's been campaigning away quite hard. Labour certainly put a lot of effort into, uh, into Trumpington this time. In fact, uh, people may have seen there was a, a great big banner uh, supporting her candidacy opposite the Catholic Church um, at, the, um, at the junction just there. Right, OK, so uh, I guess people will definitely know if they, they live in and around Trumpington, they'll de definitely know uh, who she is. And I, I guess the uh, by-election seat or in, in East Chesterton, so there was, this was Peter Roberts, I think, who was standing down there, is that right? Well, Peter Roberts was standing down uh, this year and also Marjorie Abbott, who was actually halfway through her, uh, her term of office, decided to resign as well. So there were, there were two seats up, but Labour managed to hold on to both of those reasonably comfortably. Right, and uh, would, you, would you put, I guess, both, both Chestertons, uh, are both Chestertons uh, are pretty much Labour or does it, does it vary between East and West? It does vary a fair bit. In fact, this time uh, the Lib Dems managed to hold on to their seat in West Chesterton. That was one I thought that Labour might uh, might manage to take, but um, in the end it was only about a 4% of, of the vote in it, but uh, uh, the Lib Dems held on there. And, and uh, finally, in, in this little lot, uh, Coleridge, which of course is uh, where Lewis Herbert, the city council leader, held on to his, his seat. Again, I guess that pretty much uh, it would have been a bit of a surprise had he have, uh, have lost that one. Yes, we heard Lewis complaining a little while ago that nobody was really giving him a fight and uh, that's what happens with first past the post people tend to focus on on the wards where the result is in doubt and it really wasn't very much in doubt in Coleridge Labour were always going to win fairly comfortably there I, I think I might have mentioned this when you came in to do your preview a couple of uh, weeks ago but the situation didn't change I'm not convinced I live in in Petersfield not too far uh, from our studios here um, pretty much a Labour area went uh, uh, Labour again I think with with Anne Sinnott, but um, I suspect if I wasn't here on the radio, I wouldn't have known who the other candidates were. I, I got absolutely nothing from any of them. That's, that's right, and again, it really is because um, the parties have only so many people to knock on doors and deliver leaflets, and, and they just tend to focus those resources where it's going to make the most difference. And uh, again, Petersfield at the moment is, is fairly safe for Labour, so mo many activists were elsewhere. Yeah, OK, well, look, we'll come back and uh, talk a little bit more about uh, what's been happening in the local elections today. Uh, we'll also uh, keep an eye on the national picture as well uh, during the course of the programme. 17 minutes after nine, it's a Friday morning from Cambridge 105 Radio and Election Studio uh, this morning. I'm with you through until 10 o'clock. I'll be joined by uh, Lee Chambers, or maybe I'm joining Lee. Anyway, we'll work that out at 10 o'clock. Uh, we've got a couple of uh, texts and tweets which have come in in the last little while. First of all, uh, Cab Davidson uh, said he was going to be listening uh, because of uh, the expertise of Phil Rogers, but apparently he draws the line at sitting through Taylor Swift. Hope you're able to uh, survive that, Cab. And Romp has been in touch as well and says of his immediate team of eight people at work, he thinks he was the only one who even realised that there were elections yesterday. And I have to say, Phil, it, it is, it has been somewhat quiet. There hasn't really been, I guess, all with the, the National Centre on on Windrush and Brexit and in the past few days that dreadful uh, cancer testing um, report which, is, which has come out. Um, like local elections can get lost, can't they? Yes, it's been kind of a bit back to business as usual, really, for the local elections this year. Um, politics has been in a real state of turmoil over the last few years, obviously, with two general elections and the referendum, and um, people have been 
out on the streets campaigning on, on all sorts of things. And it was quite evident at the hall last night. Um, you know, clearly the activists were um, putting in the usual effort and uh, uh, cheering their wins and, and so forth. But it, was, it wasn't quite the fevered atmosphere that there has been that... Uh, um, some of some of the uh, other political events that we've had recently. Yeah, as, as we said at the start of the show, it's uh, pretty much a victory for status quo in the elections. But there were some Lib Dem gains. Uh, one of which was Castle, which used to be independent. Now, now the Lib Dems have taken that one. Yes, that's right. Yes, we didn't really know what was going to happen in Castle because um, the independent councillor was standing down. Uh, the independents weren't running another candidate, so it was really up for grabs between uh, Labour and the Lib Dems, and it really went down to the wire. I I think there were only 25 votes in it in the end. Uh, Cheney Payne just managing to take it for, for the Lib Dems, pretty much from a standing start. So uh, a good bit of campaigning there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well done to them. And uh, Market Ward. Market Ward always seems to uh, produce the, the best results, of the interesting perspective, at least. Yeah, certainly in recent years. I mean, if you go back a while, it used to be fairly reliable Lib Dem, but uh, now it's, it's very much up for grabs. And the Greens have been in contention there recently, though they faded away bit this year. Uh, but we did actually see a gain for the Lib Dems um, unseating Dan Ratcliffe, who was the, the, the Labour councillor there who'd, who'd come in four years ago. And uh, Matt Webb, who was also at the Guildhall overnight, um, has been speaking to the newly elected Anthony Martinelli. Let's hear what he had to say. I mean, honestly, it's, it's genuinely an honour that so many residents have put their faith in me to represent them on the council for, for the next few years. I, I, I've, you know, we've been working really hard in the ward and speaking to as many residents as possible and finding out about all the issues that affect them on, from the sort of hyper-local to the sort of city-wide and national, and I'm really looking forward to getting, to, getting stuck into them. Um, and what specific things have people been saying to you when you've been out canvassing on the doorstep? So the biggest issues that people have raised in the city centre um, have been primarily around rough sleeping and homelessness. Um, in addition to that, and sort of linked to that, of course, is the housing crisis that we know we have as a city and the congestion and uh, associated air pollution and air quality issues that we have in the city centre. So those are all things that are, you know, are long-standing issues for the city, but we'll certainly be hoping to try to influence for the, for the better. With regards to housing, what would you like to see happen in the future? Well, I think everyone's quite clear that we need more affordable housing. I think um, in our manifesto, what we had hoped to uh, introduce, and obviously we're waiting to hear the rest of the results tonight, um, was some key worker housing, so tied to rents for people that we really need to be in our city for it to function as a, as a place that's um, working for everyone. So, you know, places where carers can live, for example. Um, so I think that's, that's where, we need to be, where we need to be working. And obviously, it's, you know, I, I absolutely understand it's difficult to find space in the city, but, uh, but we, we need to try and be creative. And Any national issues come up? Brexit being one of them, has that been raised to you by a number of residents? Yes, I mean, obviously, you know, market is the most remain ward in the country, so it, it does come up and people are angry about Brexit and the sort of, particularly the, the Labour Party's sort of support for it really on a national level. Um, so people did mention it and people mentioned all kinds of things on the doorstep. I remember after Syria a few weeks ago, that was something that came up twice in canvassing one street, which obviously as the Cambridge City Council, it's, it's difficult to influence. But, um, you know, local politics is always going to be seen through the prism of national politics. And, and, uh, and you know, we, we have, to, have to embrace that and understand that those are. That's Lib Dem Anthony Martinelli, who took market uh, from uh, The Independent, and uh, Matt Webb was speaking to him at the Guildhall a little earlier on. It's now 9.22.
Um, in London, uh, where Jeremy Corbyn had hoped to make gains, the Tories held on to their flagship councils of Wandsworth and Westminster. Elsewhere, the Tories lost control of Trafford and were beaten by Labour in Plymouth. The Lib Dems have made gains, taking Richmond upon Thames and winning seats in Hull. But UKIP has all but been wiped out. Nearly 100 out of 150 councils have now declared their results, with the rest being announced through the rest of the day. That includes, of course, South Cambridgeshire, where the count begins in around about half an hour's time. Labour failed to take any of their big London targets like Wandsworth, Kensington and Chelsea or Barnet, which went from no overall control to the Conservatives. Sky's Tom Rayner is there. He says the local Labour leader has blamed the party's anti-Semitism row. People have been very frustrated with what they perceive as the lack of action. That's what he was picking up and he said that the impact goes beyond simply the Jewish vote. The problem, they say, is that it's turned off non-Jewish voters as well. Conservative Party Chairman Brandon Lewis says Londoners have focused on what mattered to them. People have backed the Conservative councils in Kensington and Chelsea and Westminster and Wandsworth. All councils, Labour at different times, have been claiming they were going to win. He's people backing those good local services and the leadership that our Prime Minister has been showing. And elections expert uh, Professor Michael Thrasher says if people voted the same at a general election, it would mean the Tories and Labour both losing seats. There is a swing away from the Conservatives towards the Liberal Democrats, which, if it were repeated at a general election, would make the Parliament extremely complicated in terms of because that really would muddy the Brexit waters uh, considerably. And Michael Thrasher put out a prediction uh, earlier on this morning, which would, and it is just a projection uh, based on what is ostensibly just a third of the country uh, voting, but it would put the Conservatives on 305 seats nationally, Labour on 261, the SNP on 35, uh, the Lib Dems on 26, and others, including the Ulster Unionists, on 23. And Phil, you've been looking at the share within Cambridge, so the city council vote, which is near enough the same as the parliamentary seat, I think. Yes, that's right. So we're compared to the last city council elections, um, the Lib Dems have come back a tiny bit. Um, we've got Labour on about 47% of the vote, uh, the Lib Dems on 31, uh, the Conservatives down on 14 and, and the Greens on 9. Uh, but if you compare that to what happened in the county elections last year, the Lib Dems have actually fallen back a little bit because last year it was pretty much neck and neck. But of course that was happening just before the general. So, so that, uh, that was very interesting because the local elections last year, well, round about uh, round about this time, a couple of couple of days out, and the parliamentary election happened a month later, and it was a very different picture uh, within Cambridge. You could hardly say that the uh, result in the parliamentary election, uh, which saw Daniel Zeichner uh, hold on uh, again. Uh, um, Dr. Julian Harper. That that was that wasn't close, was it? Yes, that's right. Um, a lot of people, including me, were expecting a much closer result in the parliamentary election than than actually transpired. And partly that was because there'd been a, a really knife edge result in the local elections just just a few weeks before. But when it came to it, Labour found a lot of people who hadn't voted in the locals who who turned out to vote for Daniel in the general. And I guess from a Labour Party perspective, um, you know, they held on to near enough the same number of seats in the city council election. I think just just one down, isn't it? 
and um, well, you know, they would be happy with the the effort that they they put in. That's right. Yes, Labour lost one, but they won one as well. Uh, the Lib Dems won two. Uh, the Independents down one. So we've still got a Labour majority of ten. And fundamentally, the bottom line is uh, Labour won in in nine of the fourteen wards, and the Lib Dems won in five. And if Labour can carry on doing that, then they'll carry on running the council. I realise what we haven't talked about yet, and I'll give you a few moments to prepare on this, because ahead of um, the election, on your blog, you always put the uh, predictions as to how you think uh, everybody's going to do. So I, I think we're probably going to have to take the opportunity uh, in a few moments' time to, uh, to to go through how well you did, which I, I'm, I'm assuming will be mostly correct, but we'll, uh, uh, we'll find out for sure in a few moments. Okay. Cambridge 105 Radio. The Cambridge Independent is your award-winning weekly paper. It's packed with news, business, sport and culture. Pick up the printed version in local stores every Wednesday. It's only £1 or 70p for subscribers. Or receive a free Gourmet Society membership worth £69.95. Looking to buy, sell or rent a new property? Our dedicated homes publication has that covered. Grab your copy on Thursdays. And yes, you heard me right. We're award-winning. We've scooped the UK's weekly newspaper of the year at the News Awards 2017. Go to cambridgeindependent.co.uk and check out our online app. If it's local and happening, it's in your Cambridge Independent. I'm Chris Pringle, Chief Executive of Cambridgeshire FA. We're proud to look after football in Cambridgeshire, including the City of Cambridge and South Cambridgeshire. Whether you're a player, coach, referee, volunteer, parent, or just someone interested in local grassroots football, make Cambridgeshire FA your go-to for anything football-related in the county. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact us by email at support at cambridgeshirefa.com or visit our website, cambridgeshirefa.com, for the latest news and resources designed to help you get the most out of your involvement in the game. Join over 1,100 teams, tens of thousands of players, coaches, referees and volunteers taking part in football each week. We're on Twitter at CamsFA as well as Facebook and Instagram. So for anything football locally, it's Cambridge FA. When it comes to your pet supplies, support your local independent pet shop, Nutty About Pets. With a fantastic selection of pet food and small animals, we also have an aquatic centre with a great choice of cold water, marine and tropical fish. For competitive prices, fantastic promotions and expert qualified staff, visit your local New Look Pet Store, Nutty About Pets Hardwick, open seven days a week. Call us on 01954 214 530. This is the sound of the city and South Cambridgeshire. Cambridge 105 Radio. Julian Clover with Election Studio for until 10 this morning. Ali Chambers has just arrived. We'll have a little chat sometime, I think, before the hour is up. But with me at the moment is the political blogger Phil Rogers. And we were talking about your predictions, Phil, as to how the various uh, city councils... Call, I'm calling them seats. I should be calling them wards, really, shouldn't I, I think? Seats, wards, it's, uh, yeah, it's all much of much. Same, same kind of thing. So how do we do, then, out of uh, those which were being contested? Yeah, well, every year I do this now for uh, some time, and uh, I just try and have a guess as to how it's going to go. Uh, I've never quite got them all right, but I usually get most of them right. So um, this year I got 12 of the 14, which I was fairly pleased with. The two I didn't get were Trumpington, which was only, which was only four votes in it, so I think you'll let me off that one. And uh, Just. Just about. <laughs> and, and also West Chesterton, where I thought Labour might take the seat from the Lib Dems, but uh, the Lib Dems managed to hang on there. But uh, And there were some pretty narrow results going the other way as well, so... Uh, um, you know, that's yes, not too too bad, too bad going. Well, what was the most decisive victory out of all of the 
uh, seats contested overnight in the city. Oh, I haven't actually checked that, but I imagine it's Cherry Hinton, because it usually is, which is probably Labour's safest seat in, in the city. It's kind of um, where they weigh them rather than uh, needing to, to count them <laughs> individually, probably. Yeah, that's right. It gets pretty mountainous there um, in, in, in terms of the majority. But Labour do have a fair number of safe seats now, and... Um, it's really only about half the seats where where there's a, a genuine contest going on. Okay. Uh, what about Romsey then? Let's let's focus on a couple more uh, a couple more seats before we let you go. Uh, Romsey, not too far away from uh, from us here. Who was who was standing there? Yes. Well, uh, it was Dave Bagent uh, up for the for the Labour Party, and he's really put in a lot of work to Romsey of, over the last four years, and uh, it just illustrates the difference that uh, a sort of active campaign can make. A few years back, it was a real Lib Dem Labour marginal and um, the Lib Dems had actually held it uh, for quite some time before that and uh, it, it was uncertain to, as to how it was going to go but Labour have really got their act together in Romsey and uh, um, Dave racked up nearly 60% of the vote this time. Okay and uh, one more to uh, to talk about and this is Queen Edith which is always interesting simply for uh, the point that at the moment Queen Edith's is the only part of the City Council which is in the South Cambridgeshire Parliamentary constituency. That's right, yes. Uh, I believe you've got Chris Rand coming in later we on. We have. Chris is going to be on drive uh, just after five o'clock. Yeah, who's, who's the expert on Queen Edith. But, uh, and it was also the only ward, I think, that had a hustings of the candidates this year, uh, which, which Chris organised. Uh, and But the, the result is, is really remarkable on the graph of its kind of straight lines and, and just how placid and consistent the vote is there. And the Lib Dems... Uh, coming in first place, uh, Labour second, Tories third, Green fourth, as it, as it has been for uh, for a little while now. OK, well, we'll hear some more um, from Chris um, a little later on today. We're going to hear in a short while's time uh, from Tim Bick, who is the uh, Lib Dem leader on the uh, the City Council, up against uh, uh, Lewis Herbert, who's also... Actually, Lewis will be into our studios uh, a little later on. Uh, but, Phil, can I thank you for your contribution uh, this morning? I'll let you head off to, uh, uh, to, to work now, but thank you very much, uh, well, thanks as always. Very much. Thanks very um, much. It's been good fun. We'll be here, I guess we'll be here this time next, year discussing the local elections of course you never know with the political situation at the moment uh, you might end up coming back at uh, some point beforehand if uh, uh, Theresa decides to go to the country again well if um, we've learned one thing about politics recently it's to expect the unexpected okay thanks very much Phil election studio from Cambridge 105 radio that's Halsey and alone it's 11 minutes away from 10 o'clock um, the Lib Dems kind of as you were they gained uh, one more seat overnight in the city council elections and Matt Webb has been speaking to the Lib Dem leader on the city council Tim Bick well yes I mean I think this evening's results underline the fact that this is not just a Labour city um, this is a Labour and Liberal Democrat city um, we've um, We've made um, a, a net gain on the night, which is the first time that um, we as a party have been able to say that for the last few years, and that includes making a gain from Labour right in the heart of the city. Um, we think that this really amounts to stopping the Labour juggernaut um, and, um, and showing that um, where Labour is in power and has a record that it has to answer to, that it's not quite as unblemished as some of its supporters uh, sometimes think when it's out of power nationally. Um, and so the other thing that we've actually, um, I think, achieved by our results tonight is we brought four uh, brand new, uh, young, energetic 
new councillors um, into public life in the city, bringing a variety of different experiences from which uh, I think decision-making in this city, um, planning for the future in this city, is only going to benefit. Um, it's, it's a very young city demographically, but when you look um, at its um, elected representatives, um, you could be deceived for thinking <laughs> something different. Um, so we're very pleased that we're recognising that uh, in our new lineup of councillors. And where do the Lib Dems go from here? Obviously, you've, you've had a bit of a battering in the last two uh, general elections. Um, do you see yourself becoming a, a very prominent force again across Cambridge? Well, I um, was leader of the Lib Dem group when we controlled the council. I was therefore leader of the council. Um, and my aim is to, um, to return to that position with the Lib Dem team. Um, so we aim to build back and to um, gain a majority on the council and point the way um, for the city um, in what should be a very exciting future, but only needs for people to actually uh, plan for it um, confidently uh, and using public uh, involvement and input. So, you know, this is, this is um, um, at the start of a journey for us and um, I'm confident that we'll be able to take many more steps towards that in the future. And they get a chance to find out a little bit more about that journey. And Rod Candrell is in to speak to myself and Lee Chambers at half past ten this morning. He uh, is the Lib Dem councillor for Newnham, re-elected overnight, and is also the prospective parliamentary candidate for the Lib Dems in Cambridge City. So it'll be interesting to get his thoughts. Then at half past 11, we're going to be joined by the Labour leader, uh, Lewis Herbert. That's Julia Fordham at Cambridge 105 Radio. Happy ever after. Good morning to Lee Chambers. That's a cracking song. Good call, Mr Clare. Yeah, you're, you're very welcome Julia indeed. Julia Fordham, I've got her album on cassette. There's so much... Do you know, <laughs> I've been having this conversation for the last week, uh, uh, funnily enough. People have been playing stuff or talking about artists. Oh yeah, I've got that album on cassette. It's you have a cassette shed. player? No, nobody does now, <laughs> do they? No, so my cassette collection is, is something to behold, but it never gets played. It's in the shed, it's all damp, it's probably had mice crawling all over it. Are you sure it would play? Probably not. I was I was listening to a piece, I forget, it wasn't on this radio station, I'm afraid I, I wandered off, <laughs> and uh, there was a piece about um, some of the diaries which were kept by Scott. Uh, oh, yes. in, the, in the Antarctic, and the and the problem is with some of the uh, bits of uh, of diary. And I think he did about twelve of them, and letters and things that he sent. The words literally fall off the page. Oh dear. <laughs> Well, some of them are at the Scott Polar Institute. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're, they're very well looked. They're very well looked after. But there. yes, I, my, my, I've got some mixtapes as well that were made for me. Made you know, for yeah, you. Yeah, mixtapes. Yeah, there's a whole scene. Oh, I think uh, a whole story li there. live from the Reverend Chambers' shed is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, those mixtapes. We should dig them out. Yes, I've got a, a great mixtape story which I'll tell you in the show if we get round to oh, it. Oh, I do hope we don't yeah. have a cassette player in the studio, do we? We which, don't. Uh, bearing in mind some, how old some of the stuff is, it's. Quite Quite surprising, really. We don't. We don't have one. Well, nobody does now. I used to have one in my car, but, you know. Um, I've got, I think, a very old hi-fi as one, but I'm not digging that out. No, I suppose not. Just anyway. Okay. Oh, uh, so, uh, so what have we got coming up in the show? Well, you tell me. 
this is this is a joint effort the next three hours. You're staying around and Rod, we're Rod talking... Can, Rod Cantrell, the winner of the most signs on the Barton Road in the, in the City Council elections. OK, we can crown him. He's coming in at 10.30, isn't and, he? Yeah, and we're also going to be speaking to the still leader of Labour City... Uh, of Cambridge City Council, uh, Lewis Herbert. Lewis, a friend of the station. Friend of the station. I think, all, I, I, think I think we have to say that all of the politicians are friends of the station. Oh, that just, is nice, uh, isn't just it? Yes, yes, just to be... Uh, um, yes, and we'll be finding sure. out how your friend got on in Lambeth. Yes, <laughs> a friend standing for the Green Party in Lambeth. We'll find out how she got on. Yes, well, I'll, I'll see you the other side of ten then. Yeah, you will. Here's Evan Dando.